Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Tell us a little more about this crazy list you're talking about and this crazy BMW. These M3 BMWs. Hang on, hang on. We're coming back from a long break here. I'm sure there's someone that just got in their car, just turned on the radio, and just finally listened to us. Hello, you're an hour late. But anyhow, so if you didn't listen to the last half of the show, we were talking about insurance for the longest time. You know, wanted to make sure you were covered before we got into the car you needed to buy to impress the lady. But uh, let me recap you on this list. So we were doing 20 cars to pin you to the back of the seat, or rather pin your lady to the back of the seat. It's just, A car that's impressive performance-wise yes, for females. It, yes. Um, so coming in at number 20 spot, we talked about our little Volkswagen. Our little you know, GTI, yeah, our little turbocharged GTI um, that you don't like. But <laughs> coming in at our number nineteen spot, we talked about the 06 Subaru Impreza, the WRX cars. Do you know anything about them cars? They're pretty impressive. They are an impressive car. That one right there, I agree with. All right, coming in uh, that the average Joe can afford on this list. Yes, the average Joe can just go out and buy. Uh, coming in at our number 17 spot, of course, is, well, I skipped one, sorry. Our number 18 spot is the uh, Lancer Evo, uh, another cool car that's pretty obtainable. And then, of course, coming in at our number 17 spot is the Mercedes, the 07 through, um, the 07 through 09 Mercedes AMG. Also, pretty very, cool car. Very, very cool car. I agree on that. That one. I think has won your heart so far. So far. That's just a pimp ride. It is, indeed. All right, and then we got to number 16 spot. This is our 2007 to 13 E90 BMW M3 series. And Mr. Pitts was complaining about seeing them all over around here. And the 3 series you do, not so much the M series in the in the 3 series, but mm-hmm. um very cool car, 4.0 liter that makes a, a nice very conservative 414 horsepower. That's, you know. That's very impressive on numbers. Really? This is the odd gap, though. It only makes 300 foot-pounds of torque. That's an odd gap, actually. That's very weird. Usually, the numbers run a little tighter than that. But six-speed gearbox makes it a lot of fun to drive. You know, it's got good power. Like I said, the, 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 the torque's a little down, but the power's there. And these are affordable cars now. They're coming up a little bit in age, and you can get one relatively cheap. I'm not saying like $5,000, but you can get one relatively cheap. And this is a car that you can impress your lady with and have a good time driving. And look stylish while doing it. I'm with you. So, not a bad car to uh, make its way The only thing list. I don't like about the M-Series cars is they look too much just like a 3-Series BMW. They do. I, th- I mean, you know, you get a wheel. It's, it's you pretty get a, wheels and an M in a grill. And I mean, then what? You're about, you about hit the nail on the head. Usually, you know, some fancier things to the interior, but... Not much. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everything's under the hood, which I appreciate. Don't get me wrong, but you know, when you pay the extra money for a nice car, you do kind of want a little bit better of an appearance package. Oh yeah, but that's neither here nor there. It's still a great car, very impressive. Um, just be careful of maintenance. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's that's another thing. The maintenance is going to eat you up on it. 
right, moving along to our number fifteen. You and your lady will be eating at McDonald's. Yeah, you got that right. Moving right along to our number fifteen spot, though, the 2013 Mercedes-Benz S-Class, the S65 uh, AMG. Another, now that another is very, a, a very, very sexy vehicle. That's a gold chainer from way back. Oh yeah, that's gold chainer. You know, but on top, under that top button, you know, you know, top what three buttons. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got the whole, got the whole, the chest hair coming out. Probably yeah. been divorced three times. Hey, you balding. Know that's. No. But you've redeemed yourself. Yeah, like, but yeah. I'm driving this though. So the the S class AMG comes with that six liter V12, which, by the way, if you don't know, is hand built, hand built, and um, produces a, you know, very conservative, six hundred and twenty one horsepower, seven hundred and thirty eight foot pounds of torque. I cannot help but think this thing is a little more pricier than the average Joe would buy. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. It's getting kind of older now. I mean, it's you know. It's a two-ton monster, like we talked about with these cars. These cars fall off quick in value. Then they do. They drop like a rock. Because, um, I mean, what, what are you going to do with a 621-horsepower sedan? Drop the other, hell out of other it. Other than impress the ladies with it. I mean, Because it is. It's a classic car. It's a big car, too. I, but what, what's so impressive about it, though, 0 to 60 in 4.3 seconds. You know, I've never seen a V12 car that was reliable. For a long term. Yeah, and then throw a five-speed behind it to boot. Well, well, my big thing with the V12s, every time I hear about a V12 car, the first thing that pops to my mind is the XJ Jags. Oh, yeah. Those things make it to 90,000 miles. You got... You got lucky. Yeah, that was a great car. And, you know, that's the thing with these. You know, I'm sure if you were sitting in Germany, this S-Class AMG is not really the worst thing to have because parts are reliable for, you know, are readily available for them. Over here, not so much. You know what is readily available? What's that? Small block Chevrolets. And which leads me to what's next on our list, and I think you'll happen to agree with this one. Number 14, the Cadillac CTSV. That's what I'm screaming. Now, this one, this is cool. This has got several year options uh, available. Of course, your V1s, which I think kick-started around 05 and ran through 2010, these cars were cool. They're available only in a six-speed. They had a 400-horsepower LS6 under the hood. Very reliable. Very fun to drive. Powerful, but manageable at the same time. And it's a caddy. And it's a caddy. You know it's got class. And these cars these cars are going for great prices. You can pick a clean one up under 100,000 miles, right around that 13K mark. You know the thing that's really cool about this? And I tell people all the time about Cadillacs. I'll use my buddy Richard for example. If Richard. you're looking for a car to impress, Richard, this is a shout out just for you, bud. <laughs> and I know you're listening. But anyway, Richard was going to go buy him a new car. Richard had him a nice RT Challenger. It was a good looking car. Very Super track pack black, red stripes. He was Mopar, no car. He said, I said, you ever thought about looking at Cadillacs? Mm, I don't know. Till he drives one. Exactly. And then he looks at one. And then he realizes they're really not as expensive as you think. And then he goes, you know, like I told him, so Richard, you know, many times in life, he said, well, I want a sedan. He said, well, how about a 300C? Yeah. Those are nice cars. I'm not taking anything away from them. But you'll never hear anybody describe something and say, yeah, this is the 300C of something. Yeah. It's the Cadillac of something. That's the best. And whether it's a 10-year-old Cadillac, 
or whether it's a 10-day-old Cadillac, they still see it. Man, that's a Cadillac. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? And he absolutely loves it. That, that, that reef, created a monster, actually. That reef means something. That reef and crest, it means something. Well... And the, and the beautiful thing about Cadillac is they've always been that. You know, they've always had that standard. And I don't mean to go off on a tangent on Cadillacs, but I mean, from I had a 79 Cadillac. Just as beautiful, just as elegant, just as comfortable, just as reliable, everything about it as a Cadillac that's brand new off the showroom floor today. They're just good cars. Great cars. And, and the CTSV is definitely one. I'll tell you it. one thing your car had that the new ones don't. What's that? Baby blue interior. Yes. So I, I need to post a picture of that. It, lo- it looks like somebody slaughtered Papa Smurf in there. <laughs> it's about as bad as your truck. It is about as bad. Um, I need to post a picture of the old Cadillac up on our uh, Hot Rods and Happy Hour Facebook page so you guys can see it. But yeah, this thing, it was cool. It was a one-owner car. It still had the plastic covering over all the carpet in it, which was impressive. But yes, it was a navy blue Cadillac with yeah baby blue smurf blue interior yes i mean it was blue on blue on blue like if you had the blues this you know if you're elvis this riding around in blue, the blues yeah if you're riding around and you're elvis in your blue suede shoes this is definitely your car exactly but um you know getting back to the cadillac ctsv though you can also look at the v2 which kicked off in 2011 and i can't remember if they ended in 14 or 15 on those but those cars are actually still uh are actually becoming very affordable for the average joe i mean 20 mid 20s thirty thousand dollars you can buy one of these then you step up to the supercharged lsa 556 horsepower with automatic uh, option or manual transmission options and you can really put your lady in, in the you get, you get so excited you're like a kid at christmas with the automatic or manual transmission options paddle shift as well paddle shift is Absolutely. Those are the the CTSV caddies are nice. They they are cool. Well, you know what else is nice? Another quick commercial break, and we got to take one right now. All right, guys, stay tuned. We're talking. I don't even remember what kind of list. We're it's talking. a big name. Let's just go to commercial. All right, guys, you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod, what's happening, dude? Tell us about this cockamamie list you're telling us about. It's craziness. I can't even remember it. Uh, well, this list, for those who haven't been paying attention, like my uh, partner here, is the top 20 cars that can make you pin your lady to the seat of the car, meaning it makes enough performance. And this is for the average Joe. I left that part out. Sorry. I can't even remember the list. For the average Joe. For the average Joe. This means like the average guy can go out and buy this car. Yeah, but this average Joe's going to have some pretty good credit or some smack in the bank one, because these cars are getting more and more expensive on this list. Well, you know, as, as you uh, get closer to that number one spot, they become a little less average. This yeah, this... <laughs> I don't know about their average Joes, but the Joe I know. <laughs> the Joe I know ain't hitting on that much fun. He, he, he's rocking a C4 Corvette. I'm talking 80s style. <laughs> All right, guys. Coming in at our number 13 spot. It's a pretty cool car, but it's a little up there in price. But still average Joe obtainable. And that is the 2015. I, w- I would just say I'd give it a couple years to cool. That's why we're going with 15. Charger SRT Hellcat. 707 horsepower because that is seared into my brain because that's all that Dodge said. That's all that Dodge said. That's all their owners say, too. But that's yeah. 707 horsepower. 649 foot pounds of torque, meaning the 6.2 liter supercharged Hemi V8 will uh, 
Well, definitely pin somebody to the seat of the car. Oh, yeah. I mean, these things are a powerhouse, the Hellcats are. Had a lot of problems with the rear ends under those cars. Um, yeah, and you know something? I was kind of anxious to see that uh, when these cars released is what is going to be the first thing to be problematic on these. And I know a lot of people complained right off the bat about the lackluster fit and finish when it came to the interior, their leathers being loose on the seats and different things like that. That's just par for course with Dodge. But I was anxious to see what's what's going to be the first thing to pop up with problems. I mean, this is a lot of horsepower. It's a Dodge, so we knew it was going to come. But which, yeah, which we knew one? it was happening. But which direction? Yeah, um, you know, that's a lot of power to just throw to a street car and toss the keys over. It's rough on parts. It is. You, you know, it's that, rough on good parts. I mean, that's out of the box hot rod is all that is, and people are taking them out there and just buying off the line, driving them like they are hot rods. You're going to cause some issues. I'm sorry. It's just going to happen. If a man gave me a car with 700 horsepower and a warranty, I'd drive it like I stole it. You're absolutely right. And hope it breaks within that first three years. <laughs> I hope I just go ahead and blow the motor. Scatter it. It's <laughs> like, you mean I get a year and a half on this engine number two? Hoo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> the things I can do. Afraid not. <laughs> but no, th- these are absolutely cool cars, and they are becoming more and more affordable. Um for the average Joe, I just I would hate to be the second owner on a Hellcat, though. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to be the the. Uh, I'm not going to repeat my comment on that on buying used SRT Hellcats, but uh, yeah, and Dodge Demons, but um, you have to listen to the podcast to catch that one. It was pretty good, and also got me a pretty good email. So the uh, thanks management anyway. But the uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to buy used Hellcat. No, you know it's probably. Uh, Probably not the smartest thing in the world to do. But you know what? Then again, I've done dumber things. and um, I have done some dumb stuff. Like marriage, right? Twice. <laughs> so evidently, buying a used Hellcat is not the worst thing in the world you can do. But but uh, I would say it's up there. You know, it was like, you know, buying a used Corvette. I'm not the first one to jump on that bandwagon either. Uh, you know, Pen- the Corvette. Pending no your previous owner. Pending the previous owner. Pending the what, previous which, owner. when looking at the car, you'll know real quick what kind of previous owner you had. But, oh, yeah. But, but uh, you know, look at the Hellcats, though. I mean, if you get that guy that takes it to cruise ends and it has 40 million stickers and every stick on cover known to man on it, it's probably not ragged out. It's probably not. You're probably right. I mean, there's probably funeral home cars that get drove harder than that thing. Now, on the other hand, if I'm the previous owner that you're buying this Hellcat from, I might would think twice about that. I would probably avoid it. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. If a dealership was dumb enough to sell me one of them, I'm going to be dumb enough to drive it and drive it really hard I am. Mm. <laughs> so let's move right along to our number 12 spot. This is a very interesting car to make this list considering its appearance. But I guarantee you every soccer mom in the world will be glad that you own this thing. And you can impress them with the throttle behind it. And coming in at number 12 is the Mercedes-Benz R63 AMG. Minivan. It is that. It is Mercedes minivan. This list is getting funky. Well, I mean, I mean, don't understand. I mean, it's a fast minivan. It's AMG. It is Mercedes. Minivan. Yeah, but what you don't realize is under the hood of that little... Uh, Crib Midget Hauler is a 6.2 liter V8 producing 507 horsepower and 342 foot-pounds of torque. And it travels from 0 to 60 in 4.6 seconds, almost as fast as the Hellcat itself does. i tell you what's crazy. And it's, seats it's, 9. 
Just the thing is crazy about that. It's like you could kill you and eight of your friends in it. Super. <laughs> yes. But the thing that's that's crazy about this is, is I mean, you would never have to worry about your ice cream melting on the way home from the grocery store. No. Ever. But I mean, it's you'd a never movie. be late for yoga with the girls. How about the kids in the car? Yeah. Before they start acting up, you ain't got to turn around, threaten to beat them to death. You can just like pat them to the seat. Heck yeah. Smack that throttle to the floor. This hunchback, ugly, retarded-looking demon of a minivan will go 155 miles an hour out of the box. You know what? That's That that right there, I kind of like it. You can make it to Disneyland in a minute. I mean, no more hearing complaining of the kids in the are car. Are there yet? Just throttle down, and guess what? You'll be there in about 30 minutes from here. <laughs> I mean, it is. Google this thing. Because um, I know you guys ain't got a picture of it right in front of you. It is it is hideous. It's hideous, but you know what? I like it. I, I kinda, you know what? I kind of dig it, too. I'm not you don't want a sleeper. I'd pop him AMG badges off that thing and just go you, riding around. I'd get out the old fishing line and scrape the old AMG off. Kick the hub. Well, I'd put hubcaps on it. Kinda, I wouldn't put hubcaps on it. I'd just cruise up. It's my little Mercedes. Keep her quiet. And I just find me some Coyote Mustangs, just unsuspecting. Some Mustangs. Like, you want to race a minivan? I'd be in there with my dad, T-shirt on, you know, like world's greatest dad. Baby on board on the yeah. back. Even though I ain't a dad, but I'd be in there looking all daddish, you know, listen to my uh, ins- inspirational CDs whatnot. But like, you want to race that Mustang? I'm like, yeah. Turn down the John Tesh. You want to <laughs> run? <laughs> and just lay into it, man. It'd be a ton of fun. Maybe a little Kenny G. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun to do that in that car. That actually would be a lot of fun. Hey, if anybody from Mercedes listening and, and they need some test drivers, you know what? I'm just saying. I'll be glad to test drive I that would. car. I mean, that would just be... And the thing is, you know, he's talking about this list is for average Joes for a car to pin your lady back in the seat. This is going to appeal to the single moms out there. Absolutely. That right there. <laughs> Absolutely. This is definitely a uh, a minivan you can pick up the ladies with yeah. and impress her when you hit the That's gas pedal. That's what I'm screaming. It's a Mercedes. It hauls a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. That's honey, new daddy hun- material. Honey, we can put the dogs in the back if you want to. <laughs> this thing... Guys, this thing is ridiculous, but it would be a ton of fun. It really would. It would. I don't know why this thing didn't make our mommy hauler list. You know what? It really should have. But I think we were trying to be affordable then. Yeah. This is more average. I guess average is going a little high, but whatever. Anyhow. All right, guys. We'll tell you what else we got. We got commercials coming up. Yeah, but let's pay the bills. All right, guys. Stay tuned. We got plenty more on this list of cool cars uh, that you can be impressed with. Right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Hot Rod. What's happening, dude? Now, we have our top 20 list of cars. Of average Joe cars that will make her stick to your seats. That will make her stick to your seats. They'll pin your lady friend to the seat. So, pro- performing cars. I'm assuming it'll probably pin you to the seats, too. Yeah, so how about, how about if it's just your buddy, like your guy friend? I guess, I guess you could pin him to his seat, too. I guess. I don't know, but yeah. something maybe... Play the old tricks at the $100 bill on the dash, say grab it, and then hit the throttle. What's the car you've heard somebody tell you that story with? Dude, I've heard it from any kind of car in the world. I think the first car, which is kind of ironic, was a uh, Shelby, uh, you know, AC Cobra car. Um, I think that's the first one I've heard it from, which is kind of ironic, because that $100 bill is flying out of the window as soon as you take off. Yeah, really. <laughs> or flying out of the top, rather. I heard it about a Buick Grand National. Buick Grand National, yeah. yeah. 
They're pretty quick. It's always funny that story everybody's heard about the car changes. Car changes every time. All right, guys, moving right along, though, uh, kicking off our number 11 spot on this list is the Audi RS6 Avant. Beautiful car. Uh, it is a good-looking car. I'm not a big I'm not a big Audi fan. I'm not a big Audi fan either, but I got to say the RS6 has a 4-liter V8 with uh, twin turskies. Twin turskies, two turbos for you, those who don't know what I'm talking about. That uh, lays down a very impressive 597 horsepower. It is impressive. And 553 foot-pounds of torque. And, you know, these numbers are just staggering off of a Lamborghini LP610, the the Hurricane. I mean, it's got Lambo numbers, but this is the thing. It's not a Lambo. It's a, it's an, it's an Audi. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. It's still a good car. Now, these cars brand new were kind of pricey. They still are pricey. This list, these average Joe's doing okay. Yeah, this car, this car off the lot, off the lot was like two hundred thousand dollars, but Audis drop quick in price. So that's a good thing about Audi. Mm. And then when they get older, they can start climbing back up. But I mean, you could pick up one of these cars for in the sixties. It's a pretty expensive car. Yeah, but you know what? I think that's still average Joe car money. When you got considered nowadays, average Joe's are driving eighty thousand dollar pickup trucks. No, I wouldn't consider that either. Well, I must not be average Joe then. But uh, yeah, you know what? I mean, it's not bad. I think I think it's pretty average. Mm. I think upper middle class. I'll give you upper middle class. And you keep in mind, you're buying this car used, not new. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying. You're dealing with the maintenance bills now. All right, guys, moving on to number 10. Another Audi that steps in their way is the Audi S8 Plus. This is a good-looking car. Now, it's, it's an attractive car. So, see, there you get the lady in. Now you can wow her with the... Uh, Check engine lights. Yeah, that too. But, uh, again, this car is a 605-horsepower car, 552 foot-pounds of torque. That's pretty impressive, man. It's an impressive car. I'm just, I'm not an Audi guy. I mean, if that thing shot $100 bills off the AC vents, and, I probably and I wouldn't like it. And I think what's even more, uh, even more impressive about this one, that's how I have a four-cylinder with twin-turbo setup. <laughs> Which means it's probably going to fly apart pretty quick. <laughs> Expect check engine lights really soon. All-wheel drive, just make it fun to drive, make it a really great car. Um to. Sounds expensive all the way around. Like every expensive box on automobile, that thing just checked. Yeah, but you know what? Again, you're buying it used. And it's an Audi. You're buying it used. It's a few years How do you old. say it? I mean, what's the correct? Audi? Audi? I always said Audi. Audi? Audi? Audi any? Whatever. Audi? Audi? Audi. Uh, I've never, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's never been a real big issue. I've never been went Audi shopping, but. How about the, the, the four-ring sedan? The four rings. It almost looks like the Olympic sign, and like you smushed it down. Yeah, it's a single level Olympic car. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, yeah, it's something. You're not um, gonna see me in front of a single wide trailer either. <laughs> All right, guys, moving along to the number ten spot or number nine spot. I think this is a uh, more obtainable average Joe car for uh, Rob Pitts's likings. The uh, 2003 to 2009 uh, Honda S2K. Honda 2000. Now, these are cool cars. The 2K. So, why did you have to say it all like fast and fierce? Why couldn't you just say a Honda S2000? I've, you know what? I've grown up only calling these things S2Ks. S2K. I can't help it. 
It's kind of wouldn't like, that be just like short for stock? Yeah, or, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, it's these cars are neat, but I'll be honest with you, and I know I'm going to get a little flack from my import, my little import pals and gals on this one. I see one of those, and I'm thinking, oh look, Honda made a Miata. No. Ouch. I mean, I'm just a saying. A really nice Miata, though. I mean, they're they're good-looking cars, but... Eh. A 2.2-liter four-cylinder, VTEC engine, of course, producing 240 horsepower. Not too shabby. No, they're, and they're not shabby cars, but... Mm. They leave a little bit to be desired. I'll give you that. I mean, Johnny Trans back in the Fast and Furious days was kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. How about number eight, though? 2007 Mon- Mazda Speed 6. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> I think Mr. Pitts is grabbing his soapbox. Yep, that would be it. Mm-hmm. Now, repeat that car to me one more time, Odd Rod. A 2007 Mazda Speed 6. One more time, because I don't think I heard you correctly. 2007 Mazda Speed 6? How is there any way could this could be a car a lady would be attracted to, much less pin her to the seat, and it's a Mazda? The M stands for mom. That's a lady. I mean, it's just, I mean, what's he doing? He drives the Mazda. He, dri- he drives the Mazda. That's impressive. The same company, ironically, that makes the Miata. Yeah, really. But you know what? 2.3 liter, direct injected, turbocharged engine, 270 horsepower, 280 foot-pounds of torque, six-speed transmission. Just think of it, ladies. If your man drives a Mazda, you'll never have to worry about him cheating on you. That's very true, actually. No, but it's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, you know, it's, I'm just it's definitely above a Miata. It's a little above a Miata. I will say that. Like, if he was driving a Miata, I'd be like, he fell on hard times. Or he had a drug problem, maybe. <laughs> this, there's just no excuse for it. It's just like, he spent he spent good money on this. All right, well, how about we move uh, we move forward a little bit to uh, our next car. Ironically, also a Mazda, but a little upper class in the Mazda realm. Coming out of our number seven spot, how about a Mazda RX-8? These cars missed the mark, too. They had that goofy three-door-looking design going and stuff. But check it out. This is pretty impressive what they've done with these cars. They're pretty quick cars for one. Now, I'm not a Mazda guy. I'm not really a four-cylinder guy. But a 1.3 liter two-rotor, they call That's them a rotary wank- engine. Yeah, they call them Wankel engines. Uh, but rotary engine that produces 231 horsepower. Now that's, that's pretty impressive. Now, something I will say on the Mazda rotary engine platform is that engine is a powerhouse. Yeah. You can make Mondo power rotary engines. And, you know, 0 to 60 miles an hour in 6.4 seconds. Yeah, that's a little off from, you know, a lot of other cars. But that's still, for what you're buying, for what's under the hood, under keep in mind, a 1.3 liter engine. Keep in mind, though, the style of engine it is. Yeah. 1.3 liter is big for a rotary engine. I'll give you that. But still, a 1.3 liter a, a rotary engine, only 231 horsepower, and it's still achieving the 0 to 60 in 6.4 seconds. That's not bad. That's a pretty peppy car. I can walk 0 to 60 in 7. <laughs> See, it's going faster than what you walk, so, I mean. Just barely. I'm just saying. I've got a bad knee. 
All right, fine, Mr. Pitts. How about we move along to another car? I think you can get a little bit more behind. How about a 2015 Volvo V60 T6R design? These are pretty cool cars. I'm, I'm a Volvo fan. They're okay. That, that's a neat car. And I don't know. If you drive a Volvo, you better be an accountant. Yeah, especially a uh, six-cylinder turbocharged one, huh? Yeah. I mean, and these are. And I'm a turbo Volvo fan. I like these cars a lot, actually. I'm a big turbo Volvo fan. And this one's this one is uh, and Volvo builds a quality automobile. Yeah, and and this one is no slouch. Like I said, it's got the three liter six cylinder turbocharged engine, three hundred and twenty five horsepower, three hundred and fifty three foot pounds of torque. You know, with a pretty surprising acceleration time, zero to sixty in right under five seconds. That's pretty. That's pretty good, especially out of a station wagon. It's got a sporty look. It's got lowered suspension. I mean, it's not bad. This would be this would be probably equivalent to like a three series BMW wagon. Like I believe that that that's that's it's pretty much equivalent. It, really good car. Really stylish car. Um, and you know what? You can definitely impress the women because you got room to haul their kids in. It's a soccer mom car that does work. All right. Well, I'll tell you something else we got to do. We got to let these commercials do a little work for us, guys. Stay tuned. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1063 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? All right. Today on Hot Rods and Happy Hour, in this last hour, we're talking about the top 20 cars. Average Joe cars. That average Joe can afford that will pin your lady to the seat. We're talking about a car that a lady will like. And has the performance. Right on. That an average Joe can afford. And I think this next car hits Not the Not a trust fund, baby. <laughs> I think this next car hits the nail on the head. A coming out of number five spot, of course, is a Buick Regal GS. You know, these cars are good looking cars. And to be once you get past that bleh, it's like you cough something up once you get get past that they're a great car now the cool thing about the gs is they uh dropped the four cylinder the previous models and the gs got upfitted with gm's notorious 3.6 liter v6 it's not notorious it's not bad that's a great engine that's probably the best motor gm's ever made in a car no notorious well known I didn't say infamous. Oh, well. I said but, Notorious. But Notorious is also known for being bad. Nah. I meant this in a good way. But the, the very uh, acclaimed uh, 3.6 liter, um, the 3600 series is one of the best engines GM has ever produced. Uh, but this one is not like old 3600s of the days gone by. This 38. One, well, they did 3600 too. Oh, they did a 3.6. Yeah. 3.6 is a good motor too, would you? Yeah. But this is not like your 3,600 days gone by, man. This thing produces a nice 310 horsepower. Which is very respectable because this is not a big car. No, it's not. 282 foot-pounds of torque. Uh, of course, it's got the nine-speed automatic transmission. All-wheel drive. That's yeah. insane. A nine-speed automatic. And zero to 60 in five seconds. Plenty enough to pin your lady to the seat. It's making like Audi power. It is. It's very comparable to the Audi A4. That's crazy. Very comparable. Uh, moving on, uh, <laughs> this one, uh, I guess, uh, as we step into the last of the uh, list here, we're going to get a little out of average Joe spot. But if you pick up an older model, not too bad. A uh, Tesla Model uh, Model S. <sighs> Performance, yes. 
Torque, yes. Reliability. As long as the batteries will last. As long as you got a long but extension you can cord, you're definitely, good. Definitely pick up a lady in one of these. Tesla screams just nice. Tesla, to me, screams novelty. The Tesla, in my opinion, the Tesla is like the whoopee cushion of automobiles. You mean if you sit on it, it farts? It's a joke. <laughs> I see what you did there. You see what I'm saying? I mean, oh, you got a Tesla. Oh, you got the new electric car. It's kind of like the guy that had a DVD player like two years before they got popular. Right. That guy. Oh, yeah. Well, how about let's just move along to our number three spot, and I'm glad to see another wagon making this list. A Volkswagen Golf R Estate. These are pretty cool. Hey. It looks like a bloated golf. Well, you know what? If you don't want to be late for soccer, this is the way to go. A two-liter four-cylinder engine producing over 300 horsepower and 206 foot-pounds of torque. Top speed of 155 miles an hour. Zero to 60 in 5.1 seconds. Come on, dude. What else do I need to say that this thing is very impressive? That's impressive. That is impressive numbers, but it's a Volkswagen. But you know what? Again, it's a, it's another car like the last station wagon we were just talking about. It's very comparable to your 3 Series wagons in a BMW. You know, I mean, it's got everything. But it's not a BMW. It's a Volkswagen. Which makes it even more affordable. Yeah, well, you got a point there. Um, so, I mean, not a bad car. Now, this next one, the number two spot, of course, and this one, I would say, if you go pick one up brand new, is a very average Joe car, very affordable. Obviously, they're popular just by the name alone, and these ones happen to have a little pep to the step. How about a 2017 Honda Accord V6 model? Not your four-cylinder model, your up-badge model. Boring. Boring car, but the 3.5-liter V6 makes a whopping 278 horsepower, 251 foot-pounds of torque. If this thing had as much torque to pull a house off the foundation, it's still a Honda Accord. It is a Honda Accord, but you know what? That I mean, like, I would feel comfortable if a guy driving a Honda Accord picked my daughter up for a date. Because you know we ain't going to try anything. Because but, he's driving a Honda Accord. He's vanilla ice cream. He's just plain. But you know what? At the same time, the V6 model... I mean, people would say that about, you know, the guy driving a regular Malibu back in 65. But the Malibu SS, which is the <laughs> equivalent here... Honda Accord's like unsweet tea. <laughs> Yeah, like, but up, it'll up, quench your thirst, but north, there ain't nothing special about it. Up north, that's the thing, though. And they're popular up there, too. But, you know, I, and I'm not a big Honda fan, but you know what I'm saying. You know, this is an upscale, an Accord with a V6 for one. I mean, they haven't done that for very many years. They've had a lot of V6 Accords. That white Accord I had the other week was a V6. Yeah, but, I mean, you're talking about in the last 10 years, they've, that's when the V6 started making their way into an Accord. That was a 2000. Okay, 15 years. 17, actually. But you... <laughs> Are you in the point here? The point is, though, you know, this car is making decent power. This, It's not a bad thing. You know, it's and it's a pretty average Joe car. I mean, it's not nothing to see one of these things going down the airstate. My Uncle Leroy would beg to differ. Well, you know, your Uncle Leroy ain't with us no more, so he can't beg to differ. But what I'm making the argument, point, uh, the argument about is, is this car is true to the list. This is an average Joe car that makes enough power to actually pin someone to the seat. I'm not talking about it's the most impressive thing on the road, but this fits the bill. Are you okay over there? 
Oh, man. It's, it's just saying Honda Accord and bend someone to the seat. I'm, <laughs> I mean, the, the I mean. You know what? I see the joke in it, too. I'm not going to lie. I'm just like, whoo, that Honda Accord sure is fast. <laughs> That's like me saying, Mom, boy, those cookies you made sure are good. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the fastest thing on the road. I'm not saying it's fast in a, in a sense of what we would consider fast. I'm saying this is a peppy car that is respectable on the road. I've been on peppy golf carts. <laughs> a very peppy car. Yeah. It's a peppy car. <laughs> it's, peppy. it's sporty and it's reliable and... You know what? I wouldn't buy one either. If if I mean, like, if a monk drove, it'd be perfect. <laughs> Quiet and reserved. Yeah, he ain't got to worry about picking up chicks. <laughs> All right. Well, coming in at our number one spot. This had thing had to be sponsored by Audi. <laughs> coming in at our number one spot. How about the 2011 RS3 Sportsback? It's kind of like the extended hatch. I don't think you can quite call it a station wagon. But... Pretty cool compact hatchback car. Um, you know, the the exterior, I mean, this thing looks like it means business, especially that front end. It's kind of got, it's, that, it's got that Holden look to it. I'll be honest with you, it looks like a Volkswagen Golf to me. Everything is looking like a Volkswagen Golf to you. All right, I'll tell you what. This Audi ain't doing it for me. I've talked about enough Audis. We've met our quota on Audis. i got something I want to tell you. All right. You pick me out a car right quick. we got a minute and a half. I want you to tell me a car that you would think would be a good car for this list. Well, the car that I would pick out for this list is already on this list. CTSV. Absolutely. You know what I'd pick out? What's that? A car to pick up ladies and a car to pin them to the seat. What's that? A C4 vet. Preferably a 96 <laughs> always, LT4 6 vet. always goes back to the C4 vet. The C4 vet for you is like the B-body for me. C4, the C4 vet solves all the world's problems. Okay? No, no, the B-body <laughs> does. It's like, it's like global warming. Have you ever thought about a C4 vet? <laughs> you know? I mean, everything. What about a place to put a 4 by 8 sheet of plywood? If you cut it up in a lot of pieces, right in the back of your <laughs> C4 vet. Come on, man. We're going to have another Craigslist challenge before it's over with. You know what? I've been feeling one for a while, and I think we need to lay down some ground rules. Either that, or we need to do C4 vet versus the world. <laughs> how about, how about B-body every... versus the world? Every, no, the world's against the B-body. Oh, come on, man. Well, it was a good fight. <laughs> All right, guys. Why don't you hop on our Facebook page? You know, hop on the Hot Rods and Happy Hour Facebook page. Let us know, what do you think is a cool average Joe car that's easily affordable? And, heck, you might be driving it. Hop on our Facebook page. Let us know what you think. Post some pictures up. Let's see what you got. That's right, guys. i tell you what. Thanks for playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.